0: Soul City Entertainment. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Talk My Credo podcast. Mm-hmm. Boy, Dante Credo here with my fam in the building. Peace, y'all. What's going on, bro?
1: It is, man. You already know what it is. Still fly, still blessed, Always, man.
0: Hey, hey, that's what I like to hear. KT, what's going on, sis? <laughs> okay, so I have to narrate for the listeners there. This is kind of her thing. He's like, what's going on? In that span of three to five seconds, making a phase. Flipping the head, throwing up the deuces, doing something. Cause, <laughs> but she good, she alright. But um,
2: so I'm just over here man. looking like a chipmunk, face swollen, uh, had dental work done. So you know.
0: Oh, so so they like numbed you up and everything. Oh, they put my behind out because I was like that. Oh, oh, put they out. put you
2: out. Put me out.
0: Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna have to go. Uh, I don't know if they're gonna put me out, but I, I gotta get a crown mm. uh, on the bottom row. Mm. And I'm not looking forward to it, but it, it's not my first rodeo. But it's just, I, I don't know. I think they get a particular joy in just causing you pain. They tell you, all right, you wanna feel a little pinch? And then they stab you in the gums. Like it's, I, I don't know. Maybe it's the dentist people that I go to, but they, they are like crazy aggressive. Hella aggressive. My peeps were really, really nice.
2: They were really, really nice. They, uh, you know, they hit me up with the laughing gas first, get me a little giddy. <laughs> Did they, they really? <laughs> then, then they the uh, laughing gas. You know, put in the IV. Uh huh. To uh. You know, get the sedation going. Right. And then uh, when I woke up, I was numb as all hell. Over. Uh-huh. Um, sleepy. But, you know, I was good. They gave me some good meds. That's why I'm okay. kind of sleepy now. So I have to ask. Mm-hmm.
0: So I have to ask, mm-hmm. were, were you loopy, and were you having one of those episodes where you were just talking a bunch of shit, a, a, a bunch of stuff about nothing? You know, when people that when they get knocked out, mm-hmm. they wake up, they feel all loopy. They just start talking about any and everything. Nah, I had a bunch of gauze packed in my mouth. So, okay. And,
2: okay. you know, I was real swollen, so I wasn't saying much or nothing. I was just sitting there.
0: Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. like after you woke up you just kind of like what's going but on you know
2: i'm very okay. very good at keeping my composure even when i'm loopy
0: ah okay okay
2: yeah i can when i can tell that i'm like out of it and uh-huh. i'll just i'll just be quiet or i will be concentrating real hard I'm not saying nothing stupid <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See,
0: i i I think maybe that's a learned skill it is because it is. uh yeah i I have no experience in that, so I run my mouth like <laughs> any and everything like there there's this one video it's from years ago, uh, I'm kind of showing my age here, but there was a video um of this guy's sister he went and got some uh, surgery done i think like some teeth taken out or whatever Mm -hmm. uh put him out and uh so he got up of course he's loopy he's being helped to the car and you know got gauze and stuff in his mouth but he was still bleeding a little bit so some blood got on his shirt and so he looked down and saw blood was on his shirt but he was so loopy he thought he got shot so he was just going crazy, like, "Oh no, we got shot, bro! We got shot! I, I I got hit twice! Oh no, my god!" Like, and then he checking everybody in the car. Since you good? You good? Did you get hit?" And you know, it's, it's funny to them. So they playing along. Nah, I ain't get hit. Like, no. Why we sitting in the car? We need to be gone right now, bro. He was just going crazy. <laughs> And then he was like, he was like, man, I, I, I'm blessed, man. God is good. I didn't took three shots. I feel like 56. Like it was, so funny. it was so funny, but that's what I did. Like I got my wisdom teeth taken out. And so they, they put me out and I don't remember anything. I remember them doing the IV. And then the next thing I remember, they were waking me up and escorting me out the back. Mm. I didn't even go out the front. Uh, but wifey pulled up a car. Uh, pulled up the car behind the building and it was like, you know, going straight back here is easier for him to go straight, you know, Ooh. through the back and I don't know how she got me in the car at that point, we were still living in our apartment P. Shaw, you remember that apartment? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> we were still living in that apartment and that was three stories up, so I remember sitting down getting the IV, waking up, stumbling to the car and then next thing of me coming to, I was in the bed, so I don't know how she got me up three flights of oh. stairs, but, but she did, and she was telling me I was talking the whole way through, just running my mouth, talking about a bunch of nothing. And I like I have no idea what happened. The and then I realized that maybe that's my thing when I got drunk. See, I I, I don't drink that much as far as to get drunk. I, I get a little buzz, but I, I have a um, I don't know a, a fear or whatever the case may be of not being in control of myself. I, I have a real Theme for not having self-control um so you know i don't i don't i never got high but i got drunk one time and when i got drunk wifey had a grand old time because i was just talking my head off then just talking 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 right. and i don't remember anything of what was said what was done i just remember i was out that was it so uh, all that being said, I know you guys wanted to hear some some great uh random uh dental surgery stories, oh. but hey, that's just it's what it is is what it is. Uh, we are getting into November. November is right around the corner, like a couple of days away. And just a quick recap: like this year has gone by like pretty fast. At least it seems that way for me. Yeah, um, is. and and. There's something I was talking to, you know, one of the customers while, while I was at work and it was like, you know, they say when you get older, time goes by faster. And I was like, Oh no, I hope that's not true. Yeah. Because I'm looking back and I'm like, you know what, this year, kind of like the last two years, at least for me, 2020. And this year is going by pretty fast. And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, I hope it's not because I'm getting older and that, that, that saying is coming true for me. Um, so so now I got to do a bunch of young dumb reckless stuff so I can feel young again. Uh, oh. <laughs> so then we'll just uh, just just start doing some stuff. Maybe I'll start doing those those wild pranks uh, that I see these young kids doing. Just run and just trash a store and run out or something. I don't know. I don't know. But then again, I'm old, so I may you know hurt something and then I can't get away. I can't escape. Then I'm in jail.
1: Yeah, you, um, you know you can't. Um...
0: Oh Nigga not no more. So Cause they got
1: ring bells on everybody door. <laughs> yeah, gonna mess up everything. They
0: got they got the ring uh bells and they got cameras on cameras on mm-hmm. cameras. Um I got I got the ring and there's a, a network like a a, a online form for everyone in the immediate area that also has ring security. And everyone, they'll post alerts and stuff, and they'll share video surveillance of their home when stuff happens. And you see everything kids that be wandering around the neighborhood trying to break into cars, um, random crazy men going to doors, asking people for money through the ring thing. And it's, it's, it's crazy, but nah, I, I, I wouldn't even, I don't think I'd be brave enough, brave enough to, to nigga not these days because, you know, people got surveillance cameras and niggas got guns. Okay. So that's what that part. Niggas will shoot you these days. Like just no questions asked. And uh, understandably so, honestly, you cuz I I'm, I'm definitely in uh, in that on that team it was like if you come around my property and you act stupid, I I'm just going to shoot first and ask questions later. Especially uh
2: NYPD <laughs>
0: So, and according to the laws and statutes of the WY P I P O dead men tell no tale. So I will, I will not shoot to incapacitate or shoot to injure. I will shoot to kill because, um, you know they they have this strange way of oh yeah, I went to rob your home and to possibly cause harm to you and your family, but. You shot me in the leg, and I may not be able to walk again. So I'm gonna sue you. So it's better to just kill them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's their logic. Yeah, that pain and
1: suffering goes a long yeah. way.
0: Yep, yep. So, like, all right. Well, y'all y'all did that. So I really ain't got nothing to talk about this episode, but a, a bunch of rigidity. Um, I guess uh, interesting news to try to get away from some of the scrutiny that. They've been getting over the last few years, actually, dealing with data leaks and this, that, and the third. Facebook is changing its name. So it. uh, I'm I'm not sure. Yep. Facebook is changing the name. Now I'm not sure if faith if Facebook is changing the social media platform Facebook, or if they're just changing the company name, Facebook. I I I'm, I'm gonna assume they're changing their company name. Um but they're planning on changing their name to Meta. And we're like, oh, oh okay. So Facebook, I'm gonna assume um actually I'll look it up. Let me look it up right now so I won't be telling no lies. Uh do, 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 do. yes, yes. Facebook the is changing its company name to uh to Meta. Because it wants to be, I guess, the meta of future technology and advancement and blah, 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 blah. But they've been under such scrutiny and been under, you know, all these legal troubles and stuff for data leaks and allowing people to uh, find ways of stealing data and and security breaches and all this type of stuff that is illegal that people sign up for. that don't really know that, that this stuff is happening to them. Uh, And to try to get away from all that, they're going to change the name, which is a very white thing that people do. Um, And let's just be honest. Even if they change their name to to meta, beta, alpha, whatever they want to (laughs) change it to, they still are going to do the same thing. (laughs) They're they're going to do the same exact thing. The data leaks and, and them selling data from as Facebook change the name to meta. They're going to do the same thing. Cause I, I don't believe them. I don't believe they're going to change anything or improve anything. So yeah. Um, and that's supposed to, that's supposed to go into effect. I think like soon. Uh, and so we'll, we'll just, we'll just see. And, the, and their, their intent is to, to improve relations and to have a higher level of accountability. As if you shouldn't have had that in the beginning, but I guess things happening as far as uh, uh, Zuckerberg losing like seven billion dollars in a matter of hours, I guess that when would, it shut
1: down the other week uh,
0: motivate you to do. Yep. when it shut down a couple of weeks ago, then you know of course th- th- that'll motivate you to to improve upon some things and you know to, to, changing the name just seems really toxic yeah. for me to be honest. It's like, it's like that toxic ex that you had and, and they do that shit like, you know, new year, new me, or they're like, Oh, I'm a, I'm a changed person. They may change their name or or like dye their hair or do some sort of subtle change or or even a drastic change to their look and think, Oh, well I did this. So everything that happened while I looked like I used to look is gone now, but no, you still the same asshole. You still the same crazy toxic person. Like this. Is what this seems like to me, <laughs> like,
2: exactly right.
0: what it is. Yep. Like if 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 you say so, we don't believe you. But sure, change your name. All right. So, all right. So that so that's uh, rigidity instance number one. Rigidity instance number two. Um, I said I wasn't going to talk about Dave Chappelle, but I won't mention him just a little bit. I ain't going to go on the long diatribe, but. Uh, he came out with a response where he sat down and he addressed all this stuff that's been going on. Uh, I officially coined October as uh, Dave Chappelle month. You, y'all know black Twitter or black social media, they have a calendar of all the, the ratchet stuff that happened each month. So it was like Gorilla Glue Girl was February and you know this, that, and the third. And so I I'm going to nominate Dave Chappelle and his, his fight with the LGBTQ, uh, and the corporate media and shit, uh, the, the month of Dave Chappelle, but there was allegations that the, the trans people and the trans uh, activists was like, Hey, we invited Dave Chappelle to come speak and to come have a dialogue with us, but he refused to, uh, and he shows that he has no interest in hearing our voices and Dave Chappelle sat down and he was like, that is a, that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. That is a complete lie that did not happen. It never happened. And he was like, you know, I'm, I'm cool with sitting down with y'all, but you know, there's going to be conditions. Right. We're, we're going to do this on my terms. We're going to do this. We're going to do this my way. And you're not going to exclude my voice from this conversation. And this, that. And the third, um, You know, I think it's just about just about everywhere. But. Another fun fact, when it comes to the the trans person that did the allegations, they basically flipped the cancer culture on her and dug through her past and they found a buttload of tweets that was anti LGBTQ using a lot of, you know, gay slurs and and a lot of racist stuff it was some wild tweets it was some wild tweets Mm. and it was like you know how how are you being a part of the cancel culture which she doesn't necessarily say this is cancel culture but how are you going to be a part of this particular movement if you have skeletons in your closet right So it was Even like you thing. know it's, every
2: every last one of them got skeletons in their closet. Everybody right. does. Everybody. You can't. I mean, lady Everybody. who is without Sin the first stone, man. hmm Like and all this, the thing that... you know, mob mentality pointing out how somebody is wrong, and it's like, okay, so now we can't have a difference of opinions. Is that is that nope. how it is now? We can't have different of obvious. opinions. If I disagree with you, then I automatically am against you. I'm automatically hate you. Like, what is, what is this? Yep. Like, you got to learn to deal with people with different opinions, different viewpoints, and be okay with that. Like, yep. be confident yep. enough in your beliefs. Be confident enough in yourself. To be able to stand on your own whether people agree with you or not.
1: Exactly. I think um That's Ellen my thing. On
2: I'm, I'm really sick of the whole dialogue. I'm t- I'm sick of it. It's getting on my nerves now. I agree.
1: Yeah.
0: I agree.
1: It, um Ellen DeGeneres said on one of her episodes, um, somebody was getting mad because she was seen at a football game or a basketball game sitting beside George Bush. And she said, Uh just because I don't agree with the man, don't mean I can't be friends with him. Just, just because we have different points of views. We from different parts of life that mean I can't be cool with him. She was like, the world needs to grow up. And I think that episode was like three years ago. So it's, you know, it's just amazing that we can't even be different. You know, we can't have a different train of thoughts. I mean, what's different about you is what made me love you. What's different about you is what made me communicate with you. It was like, yo, you're everything that I'm not. You're spontaneous. You're great. And I'm like, yo, and I'm shy. So you bring that out of me. That's what makes this world (laughs) great. Um, And that's why people want to come here because of the difference it is. Um, It's not too, it's getting, it's, it's turning this way. It's not too, um, Kind of like um, to where people are so, um, well, militant. So closed-minded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, you got you got people over there in Korea, yep. and they don't have these choices because they want them to think the same. They want them to act the same. They want them to look the same. So no, everybody put a bowl on your head. Everybody yep. get the bowl cut. If it ain't you know what I mean, uh oh, we got to cut his all the way off. You either gonna have a bowl cut or shave it all the way off. So. Um, the world got to get to that point of of knowing that, you know, we're supposed to be peculiar. We're not supposed to be the same. We're supposed to be different. We're supposed to be weird. We're supposed to be strange. We're supposed to be smart, intellectual, athletic, um, oh, chunky. You know what I mean? We're supposed to have all these things to make up the rainbow. All these things to make up what America is supposed to be. Because, you know, like we said before in other pods, this world was built. This America was built on immigrants. So... You know, the minorities are, are the majority as far as a whole. Um, because you got Asians, you got Hispanics, you As you far got as blacks. the whole, yep. So when you're looking at it as a collective, you know, brown-skinned people are actually the ones who are keeping it together as far mm-hmm. as, you know, keeping things running. Because you got a lot of Hispanics that work where I work yeah. at even. And they're not getting the pay that they should, but they're working the hardest, you know but i just you know we we just got to stop all that you know yep. if, if, so the, yeah
0: the thing there is like that's been developing especially with this cancer culture this this woke bullshit and like i said like that that term just pisses me off so much now because of how it started and how it is now like it's it's, it's been hijacked it's been appropriated the same way you know, just about all of the pro-black movements or groups or just whatever the case, anything that is pro-black that is designed to uplift and empower black people, it just seems to get hijacked, appropriated, watered down, sold out. Mm. Uh, and It just pisses me off so bad. But there is this thinking now that that is called like the the, the one true opinion. Everybody may have your opinions, but this is the one true opinion. And if you don't line up with the one true opinion, your opinion is invalidated, scrutinized, demonized. Thus you will have to be ran off. uh, Of course, demonized, ostracized, kicked out, removed, silenced. Mm. And that's just not how America was built. That's just not how this country is. Now this country has a hell of a lot of issues, And as black people, we certainly know what a lot of them are. And my wife says hello. (laughs) My my wife says hello. Hey, Tina. Uh, She says hello again. Mm -hmm. All right. so uh, (laughs) but there's this concept called the one true opinion. And that's basically what this, uh, this cancer culture is all about. Yeah, you can quote unquote have your opinion, but it better line up to what our opinion is, or you would be silenced, squashed, you would be crushed, destroyed. Mm-hmm. Um, and right. you know, it, it's it's absolutely stupid because there's this concept of thinking that if you do not think like us, then that means you're automatically against us. And with this Dave Chappelle shit, it's literally. Two things can be true. I know we said this before and then we're going to move on because I know we, we talked about they spent like four pods straight. <laughs> I don't want to, but it's just every day there's like this crazy development. But he's come out and he's like, listen, he said, I'm not bending to anyone. Yeah. He said, I said what I said. I'm not bending to anyone. And he was like, to the transgender community, I am more than willing to sit down with you guys, but you will not summon me. <laughs> like you you will not summon me like I am not at yeah. your beck and call if you want to talk with me then we're going to do one on my terms on my time and with conditions you will not sit here and talk with me if you have not seen my special from beginning to end and that's what KT was speaking to you know for the last few pods like people who's been the loudest you can tell they haven't seen the special from beginning to end they just took what they wanted to take took excerpts here so he's like you got to see it and it you no, know, it's just that, that's that's just it. So again, I applaud Dave Chappelle and it's saying that I am supporting and in support of Dave Chappelle and his stance in his fight does not automatically mean isn't synonymous with I am endorsing the hate, discrimination, or destruction of the LGBTQ or more specifically the trans community. That's all. All right. So moving on from that, um, Rachidity instance number three. Jada Pinkett mm. is is back um shaming Will Smith. Oh. <laughs> Poor, <laughs> ah! Poor she Will Smith. Didn't shame Will. Will Smith needs to be free.
2: <laughs> she didn't shame
0: Will. So what so what just <laughs> Giving us free, us free free will Smith. Free Will Smith. Uh, he got in one little fight and his mom got scared. And then now look where he is. <laughs> All right. But uh so what's going on now with Jada Pinkett that I find so funny is I I didn't realize that people were were so over Jada Pinkett Smith. Uh, until until this recent incident, if you want to call it an incident, which of course it's a matter of people doing what the, the what they've done with Dave Chappelle in the special, they took little bits and pieces and ran with a whole narrative. But I, I, I didn't realize I, I didn't realize mm-hmm. that people were so over her. Like like people like <laughs> people are dragging Jada Pinkett. All right, so with the with some context here. So of course, Jada Pinkett has the Red Table Talk. In the most recent episode of the Red Ooh. Table Talk, she had uh, was it um, Gwyneth Gwyneth Paltrow? Yes, Gwyneth Paltrow uh, on the show when they're Ooh. and Gwyneth Paltrow has a new show dealing with something like it's like a sex show or something. I, I forgot what it's called. Sex something and sex something and something else. <laughs> this, this is so, this is probably why I'm, I'm not a journalist right now because I'm doing horrible journalism right now but she has a sex show that's supposed to be going on Netflix right now. So they're talking about the show. And so obviously the topic of sex comes up and, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow made a particular comment about, you know, how she feels like she's having the best sex of her life. Uh, now she's, she's 49 years old and Jada Pinkett was speaking on, uh, you know, the sex life with her and will, and, you know, going through 22 years of marriage. And so I'll read a little excerpt of what she said and how it was taken out of context. So the part that's been playing everywhere is Jada saying it's hard. Pause. The (laughs) The thing Will and I talk about a lot is the journey. We started in this at a very young age, 22 years old. That's why the accountability part really hit for me because I think you expect your partner to know what you need, especially when it comes to sex. It's like, well, if you love me, you should know. If you love me, you should read my mind. That's a huge pitfall. People stop there at that one snippet, and then they just ran with it like, oh, my God, why don't Jada leave Will alone? Uh, how is She just has a particular plan of how am I going to shame my husband today? She already had the entanglement thing. Uh, <laughs> he was like, free Will Smith, <laughs> poor Will Smith. Jada Pinkett hates men. <laughs> They've been dragging Jada all through social media all day today, and it's <laughs> even well, though I under even though I know her words been misconstrued, uh, <laughs> it's just so funny because <laughs> when Black Twitter get a hold of something, they just know how to make like our ability to roast the shit out of people right. is just uncanny. It's just it's just such a masterful <laughs> art. Nobody can do it the way we do it. And they're like, I love my people, even though we're wrong, (laughs) even though we're a bit misinformed in this one. But oh, my God, we are so funny. Um, So in context, the the clip continues on. And she says, you know, you feel crushed. Tell me what you need. Tell me what you want. And on top of it, I know that I have to be accountable to do the same. I really try. It's uncomfortable, but it's deeply healthy. And I think around sex because it's something that we don't talk about. And there's so much fantasy around it. So all that being said, with the fact that she's been getting drugged, she was like, "Listen, I don't have time for y'all bullshit today and I got time um <laughs> I'm looking at some of the social media posts someone wrote uh that jaden will that jada and will love age like skinless avocados <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Another meme that says no one in Jada. I wonder how I can embarrass this man this month. It just goes on and on. Oh my god! (laughs) Someone put a meme that said nobody in Jada, saying you know that nigga will don't know how to fuck right. Like it's just so much. Like it just. These people are so stupid. All right, so she gets on 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 Twitter and she's like, "Listen, y'all, I got time today." So she says, "Only because I got time today." Stop making up headlines. Watch Red Table Talk I did with Gwyneth Paltrow for yourselves. Will and I have never, in all caps, never had an issue in the bedroom. Thank you. And um, but people didn't care. People continued on, even though she made this thing hours ago. People have kept on, but I swear that the, the the guy that that did the uh Jada and Will love age like skinless avocados, like bro. <laughs> what is wrong with us? <laughs> what is wrong with us, man? Why are we like this? Why are we like this? <laughs> I, just, I just don't understand, man. Oh mm. man, um, it's just it's just so funny. We are so funny. <laughs> we are so funny. Um but yeah, mm. that's it. In, in uh-huh, what's up? I got something. I
2: know you heard about the foolishness. Yeah. That was actually on the list. And uh, Amanda (laughs) Seal. Okay. Yeah. What's up? I got Okay, so so here here is some content.
0: All right, so the answer that we're talking about, of course, Issa Rae, shout out to Issa Rae. Huge, huge fan. I've been a fan of her since I stumbled upon her Awkward Black Girl series on YouTube. This was years ago. Um, But on her Insecure, uh, she has uh, representations of what is interpreted to be AKAs, the the sororities, right? And the actual, the AKAs are pissed off. Pissed off because they feel like they're being appropriated and, and represented in a way that is unbefitting To them and not to their approval and there's this whole outrage this entire outrage by Issa Rae portraying AKAs in her show a black woman who's been pro-black in in just about everything she does is you know all of a sudden she's doing something wrong so KT take it away
2: first of all there wasn't any negative representation Uh whatsoever okay be glad y'all bougie behinds getting... Because, you know, AKAs tend to have a, a little uh, reputation for being a little stuck-up bougie. Yep. Can y'all tell if I had pledged, I would have been a Delta, by the way. So, y'all can cancel me if you want to, because I don't, like... I have friends that are AKAs, you know. I just play around with them, joke around with them like that. Uh-huh. But Anyway... I was they were mad cause she had the darn shield on or whatever and had the pink and green dress on. It's like yep. for what? She representing she's a representation of y'all. Y'all getting represented on a black show. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's a character. How are you gonna get mad about that? It's a character. Yes. Like I, I just it was so stupid. And I was like, really, y'all? Really? Yep. I can see if somebody in real life is sitting here trying to perpetrate like they're an AKA AKA and they aren't. Okay? Okay, I get it. But it's a TV show, it's a fictional character. Yep. And that fictional character is an AKA. Like, chill. Chill. In the words I just, Oh my gosh, I thought that was
0: so dumb. Yeah. Oh B- very dumb. Very dumb. And in the that's words Why
2: I didn't want to pledge AKA. Oh my God.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and in the words of you at, ah, ah. <laughs> 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 that's a no no. Yeah, it, 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 didn't make, it didn't make sense to me whatsoever. I was like, why are they mad? So <laughs> In in classic fashion, going back to black social media. You know they had to speak about some shit. So someone tweeted, Y'all let your boyfriend take your car and and drive your car uh around the city with aka plates while you at work, but you mad at Issa Rae. <laughs> 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 so you let your boyfriend <laughs> drive your <laughs> Drive your Ultima with AKA plays around the city, but you mad at Israel. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, I loved
2: Issa's response though. She yep. was like, oh shoot, let me uh-huh. uh call HBO and have them remove the episode. Like, yep. really?
0: Yep. And and then she had another cheeky response when the episode aired and there was another instance of, you know, that AKA character. And she was like, oh shit, there it is again. It was, it was just, it was just funny. Issa Rae is hilarious. She is hilarious. I and love I, her so I'm much. A, I'm a huge fan of Issa Rae. Um, and just just the journey that she's had. is, it's like yeah. inspirational is an understatement. Uh when it comes to where she started from and just the grind that she really mm-hmm. uh she really did, you know, just she deserved it because she she grinded and, and busted her ass to get where she is. And now she's just I felt
2: seen with awkward black girl. Yeah. because I am an awkward black. Girl. <laughs> I felt seen.
0: Uh huh. Because it it was, it's still an amazing series. Awkward Black Girl is is still like Insecure is a really good series. Um, a fan of a fan of that show, but it'll always be Awkward Black Girl for me because, you know, it, it's for that reason. It just shed a light to where what you were normal uh where you were used to seeing as far as how black people were portrayed. We were portrayed in very stark representations. Either we were mm-hmm. the thug ghetto motherfuckers or or we were like the high sedity type thing, which is cool, but it's like I I just needed something to kind of represent all of us. Like there's a, there was another part that, you know, of course we all knew that we was missing when it comes to how we were seeing ourselves on TV and, and Awkward Black Girl, I think was like the first series, uh, that just kind of showed black people in a different light to where, yeah, we, we are more than just two character types. And, uh, and it is, it still is a a favorite one for me. And I just always liked the fact that she would rap everything. Uh, that that was just my thing. (laughs) And she would just, she would just have raps and write raps about everything, and, and she didn't care. So I, I loved it. So shout out yeah. to Rae. Um Her raps in the
2: mirror. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like she was a fly on the wall in my bathroom. Uh huh. Yep. Seeing some intimate moments <laughs> with me, myself, and I, and telling my business, yep. but that's okay.
0: Yeah, I, I, I think that, that. there's maybe some sort of some some royalties or intellectual property or something that needs to be yeah, so so, something like that, something like that. I mean, my check, Issa. Yeah, <laughs> I mean my check, but but yeah, sh- shout out to Issa Ray. And and here here is here is my thing. And maybe I am I, I'm ignorant of something here, but there was a reason why I never pledged to anything. Um we had uh somewhat of, of a fraternity in high school shout out to to Mr Ho- shout out to Hi- <laughs> Mr um, Alvin hopper uh yep <laughs> he, had <a laughs> what's his he had a alpha Sigma Omega uh in high school which I think it was a very positive thing of bringing brothers together mm-hmm. and providing them with you know, a, a sense of family organization that they may not have at home. And while I appreciated that, it just, it, it never really stuck out to me to join, even though of course, you know, uh, I was asked multiple times and I was expected to join. I, it just, I never understood the, the Greek thing when it comes to black people, if that makes sense. Uh And honestly I'm, I'm I'm really ignorant on this topic but it's it just like we're black and we're joining Greek like fraternities and sororities and albeit it's doing some good things for the some some amazing things it's cute I'm, I'm not even trying to to minimalize what these organizations fraternities and sororities are are, are doing for the community amazing things for the community um it, it gives a sense of togetherness and brotherhood that, you know, we otherwise may not be able to find anywhere else. And for a lot of men, well, and women in our situation, the only other alternative that will show that type of camaraderie family and togetherness would be related in the streets. Right. So, you know, I'm grateful for that. It was just the correlation of Greek representation and black, it, I just never been able to kind of understand why the two was connected and why we were so uh, so quick, so to speak, or so supportive of that. Maybe someone can educate or, or I'll, I'll educate myself in figuring out why. But <laughs> that being said, a story I had that's similar was my wedding day. We were, uh, you know, had the wedding amazing wedding reception is going on. Um, music is going, we dance into the music and there was this one particular dance. I can't even remember what it was called, but it was some stepping that's involved. Um, and and you know, us KT, especially from word of God days, whenever we did Mm -hmm. any type of presentation, we stepped our asses off and Mm -hmm. we, we were getting it in right. Um, So, you know, there was some stepping that was involved and, and so we doing some stepping, I'm doing some stepping on the thing. And one of the guests, which I didn't know him, he was, uh, you know, from wifey side, um, he was, he was a Q if I'm not mistaken. And he just got so offended. He got so offended seeing, you know, unaffiliated, unpledged me on this, on this floor Stepping mm-hmm. and doing steps and stuff. He he got so offended, and so I got offended when I learned that he was offended because it was like, well, first of all, nigga, who were you? First of all, and stepping is not
1: it don't own, it
2: not just develop with fraternities right. and sororities.
0: Okay, yep, yep, I'm, and that was my thing. I was like, stepping isn't a fraternity or sorority exclusive thing. It's something y'all do, and mm-hmm. something that y'all have made your own. Cause that's just what we as black people do. We, we take something and we make it work for us, but it's like stepping is not an exclusive thing for you. And you don't have any say. So of who can step and who can't step, especially another black man on his wedding day. I was like, it's a good thing that someone else talked to him because apparently he, uh, apparently had the mind that he wanted to say something. And, and one of my, uh, her friend's, uh, basically sat him down and was like, mm-hmm. "What are you doing?" But it was like, "I'm I'm glad because on that day it wouldn't have been a, a good day for you. You would have been more than just offended. Um, mm-hmm. But it would have been that also they also played into the reason of why I never understood the correlation of black people and Greek fraternities and sororities. Um, but yeah." That that's that's basically it. But and just the, I, I understand the, the sense of you know that's my team. That's where I come from, and what you know these particular fraternities and sororities have done for you. Um, and so you you there there was loyalty there. The, the opportunities that may have gotten you, the the perspectives and the education and the life experiences it may have facilitated for you. I get that, but. What are y'all doing? Mm-hmm. What are y'all doing? Like, at the end of the day. Grown. Yeah. I, just, I was I just, being groomed
2: to the, to pledge Delta. Uh-huh. Like, my, I grew up around a whole bunch of Deltas. I had uh-huh. my cousins that were Deltas. My piano teacher, she would give me elephants. Uh-huh. <laughs> she gave me a purse with an elephant on it. Like, you know... Uh huh. I was being groomed to pledge Delta. Mm-hmm. But what had happened was, uh-huh. I ended up going to some mostly white Presbyterian affiliated yeah. all girls school in North Carolina. You ain't North pledging Carolina. nothing. <laughs> you ain't so pledging nothing over there. There were no sororities. Uh huh. That I was going to pledge there. Right, and even if I had gone to a school where I could pledge, I don't think I would have. For one, I'm spending all that money. Right. Because I am perfectly capable of making friends without. Yep. (laughs) I'm sorry. Yep. I that was not something that I had a really grand desire to do. Uh, you know, I uh-huh. had friends who did, you know, because you know, in Raleigh you know, there was like that whole it was a whole bunch of colleges. Yep. It was Shaw, there yep. was St. Aug, there was, was
0: St. Aug, there's, there was Peace, uh, State uh, and then you got Chapel Hill, Duke, uh, if you go Meredith. a little bit down the road there's there's NCCU yeah. um Central. like it was a, a good ECU. seven to eight colleges yep ECU yeah. yep ECU so it's a good seven to eight ECU. colleges within yeah. within you know an hour maybe an hour and a half I call y'all to try and yep. and you know so, i and
2: you know it's just nothing i i, I had the the whole being on the line and that that's just not something that I was going to do. You were not going to sit here
0: and yeah. humiliate me. And- <laughs> that that <laughs> was a, that was a big thing for me. That was a big thing for me. Cause one, it was like, I don't understand it. But then at the same time, I'm not going to stand here and let you disrespect mm-hmm. me because you know, I'm, I'm too much of like, I, I'm rebellious. I know I am. I'm stubborn and I'm rebellious as hell. I know I am. And so it was like I that did not appeal to me. That I gotta stand here and take whatever hazing, whatever, whatever the case may be, as you know, to so I can be friendly with you, nigga. I don't even want to be your friend. I don't care to be your friends. I don't care to be cool with none of you niggas, right? And it was like it was
2: dysfunctional to me. how are you gonna you I'm gonna yeah. sit here and let you humiliate me let you disrespect me let you and I understand it wasn't all that did this but right, right there, of there was of a lot of yep. it there yep. was a lot of it it was there.
0: it was it, it present yeah you know it making
2: present. me uh do all of these crazy things just so I could be a part of your club and you can accept me. And then all of a sudden we're supposed to be all uh-huh. cool after you done done all this stuff. To me. No,
0: no. Because my <laughs> thing is because my thing is, is like we doing this every day of our lives as black people anyway to where we just trying to prove ourselves that, and to be accepted in, our in predominantly community. white society yeah and even mm-hmm. within our own community but it's like I gotta do this with the white people when I'm trying to get the right. job or when I'm the only black person in the school in the, right. in the classroom and all this other stuff I'm not gonna go to my own people that didn't have y'all do the same shit to me and, and it's it's, an, it's expressed in a different way but I'm not gonna let y'all do the same shit to me like y- we're supposed to already have a right. camaraderie or an understanding of brotherhood and, and sisterhood of of a stick togetherness within ourselves. I'm not gonna. There's no, you know, and not to say that that's all what they do. Of yeah. course, it's not, you know. And this is this is from limited information, limited limited education of it from the outside looking in of what mm-hmm. I've seen, uh, and and most of all, if you even thought about branding me, oh, we will be fighting. You ain't branding me. <laughs> I was like, I'm not a slave. I'm not. I, I'm. Nah, you, you you ain't I ain't put no brands or no marks on me, just to be like and so that that was that was just that I, I'm I'm just too rebellious, uh, too stubborn, to to where I would have submitted myself to that, and you know this is not the shit on anyone that 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 has, or it's just I just didn't understand from being black people what was the correlation to the Greek organizations to where we even. You know, we ride or die for Greek symbolism that historically we were never a part of. That's all. That's all. Yeah. So, shout out to Issa Ray and all you AKAs is out there tripping. Stop tripping. Ah. ah. <laughs> uh, so So, uh, a a nerd bit of richidity. For all my nerds out there that still read comics. So we we mentioned that um, Superman is bisexual as far as Superman's son who now has the mantle of Superman. He's bisexual now. Uh, they are going to introduce Wonder Woman's twin sister Nubia, which I'm a big fan of. Have a few of her comics. Um, love them all. But they're doing a reboot of Nubia, as, as she's also been carried the mantle of Wonder Woman throughout the years. Uh, she's basically she's basically Black Wonder Woman, but I loved how they created her. Even back in the day, she has you know the Afrocentric hair, big beautiful Afro, and she's just you know she's Black Wonder Woman. But they're going to do a reboot of Nubia, and they're going to make an exclusive or or a strong attempt to let it be known that the Amazons, you know, the story of Wonder Woman, the Amazons, the Island of Themyscira, and, you know, all that thing. It's a woman-only society. It's a society of warrior women. In the new reboot of Nubia, the, the other Wonder Woman, there's going to be trans women within the uh amazonian society and uh there will also be amazons warrior women but they will they will be trans trans women that's all
1: i mean the key thing I'm leave it right key, the key thing you said was uh, uh <laughs> the Amazons, all women, to even add anything other than that would be wrong. Period. Yep. So, uh, yeah. I don't know where they was trying to go with that one.
0: That's... Well, here's the only thing that irked me is the fact that they wanted to introduce this behind Nubia, the black woman. Yeah. The same way when they did this Netflix walkout there were so many white people there, but you saw so many black trans lives matter, black trans lives matter, black lives matter. You saw a lot of signage that touted and and lauded blackness, but it was so many white people there. Mm -hmm. It it is almost as if that crowd at the Netflix thing represented the actual LGBT or trans community within that community. There was so many white people, and it was maybe like, maybe a handful of black people that were there, but it was so many signs for black trans, black trans lives matter, black. So once again, they're pushing a a movement or an, an, an interest behind black faces, and I'm like, of all this, of course you want to push this behind a Nubia cartoon, uh, a Nubia comic. So it was like, so I, I mean, I'm I'm just I'm just saying, I'm just wondering. I think I'll go ahead and have, have the, the cancel moment right now. So here we go. Um what is wrong with y'all? <laughs> just, what is you doing? What what is you doing? What are you doing? Really? Is it that deep? To where oh we have to have trans women within the Amazon? That doesn't make sense. But hey. Um, that's just where we are within within that's 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 just where we are. So, uh, for what I understand and doing the reading and, and some research on, I don't know, the, the LGBTQ and, th- and stuff like that, they they go by a a a credo, no pun intended, of words can be violence. Words, it's violence. Um, so I don't want to speak any more violence right now. But the, what, what is you doing, baby?
2: Oh hell no!
0: Oh, All right, so um. I just didn't hey come on y'all, really, and then of course, it is gonna be pushed behind a black face, and that's the problem I have with it, honestly, it's like we're always pushed, we're always pushed in front of something that's it that's 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 it thats that's all the the rigidity that I'm gonna have well, no, I don't I got this last one uh this last piece of uh rigidity um we all remember. The insurrection, if you will, the the riot uh, uh, in Washington, D.C., where Trump supporters stormed the Capitol and did all this shit. And of course, we've heard different stories of basically all of them getting off easy. Right. So all of them have basically gotten off easy with the exception of one man. One man has been sentenced to 14 months in jail. For his participation. But get this. He wasn't even there. He he wasn't even there physically at the Capitol, but he was online giving a lot of crazy pro rioting, insurrection type tweets. And of course, this man is black. It's a black man, uh, a a black man by the name of Troy Anthony Smocks. Um. Again, he wasn't at the Capitol on this day, but he was online. He was on he was on social media, and he was egging it on, and he was advocating, basically everything. He was saying some wild shit, uh, but he was in court, and this is this is where shit gets ratchet. So he was like, "All right," so he was. Subsequently arrested and charged with a felony count of transmitting threats in interstate commerce. Uh, I'm going to read part of this article here. So we can only assume that it was advice of Smocks' Laura that he pled guilty to the crime. He did so while standing in front of the U.S. District Court of uh, in D.C. And upon being sentenced, Smocks hit the judge, not physically, but he he tried this move. He said, Your Honor, this is racism. <laughs> he contended before referencing Martin Luther King Jr. Claiming he shares the same idea of justice as the late civil rights leader. Smogs went on to cite the case of 59 year old Don Bancroft, a fellow insurrectionist who just so happened to be a white woman. Bancroft was allowed to plead to a misdemeanor despite recording herself on the Capitol property, looking for Nancy Pelosi so she could, and I quote, shoot her in the friggin' brain end quote. The feds declined to charge her, and they were quick to pull out the semantics that she said while she was walking out the building, so her threats were were not taken into account of the sentencing. So he he brought that up and was like, nah, which is true, but you should have known this. Your black ass should have known this. But for whatever reason, you jumped on the MAGA train, and while you was at home tweeting threats, you get sentenced to over a year in jail while this white woman was literally in the Capitol, broke in the Capitol with the rest of them, recording herself on the phone, looking for one of the Congress people so you can shoot him in the head. But you got off with a misdemeanor, and your ass got a year in jail. <laughs> and now you want to talk about this as racism. <laughs> Oh, that now you want to talk that MAGA about That took
2: you straight to jail. Stupid fucking
0: that MAGA train. But the thing is, that MAGA train dropped you off at jail and kept on rolling. Yeah, they don't yeah. give a shit about you. Um, oh my God. But they say this sentence, 14 months in jail, is the longest sentence that anyone connected to January 6th has received mm-hmm. so far. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> the longest sentence the longest, and it was the it black was. man <laughs> who wasn't even there. Who wasn't, wasn't even there in the building. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't in the building. It, it was amazing, amazing. But hey, what can <laughs> you say? In in the words of the late Paul Mooney, rest in peace, Paul Mooney. Troy Anthony Smocks, welcome to your nigga wake up call. This <laughs> was <laughs> 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 This was your this was your nigga wake up call. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, you played yourself. Uh, <laughs> so, uh that's it, man. That's it. That's all I got. I just wanted to address some rigidity that's going on in the world, and uh, it's a lot of it. It's a lot of rigidity, man. Mm-hmm. So, that's it. All hearts and minds are clear. Anything y'all want to want to discuss? Bring up?
2: Nah, cause I'm I'm struggling to stay awake right now. My medicine I know. like...
0: I know. And, and
2: Are you under a blanket right now? I am right under now? a blanket. Yes, I am. I've been under a blanket the whole damn time.
0: <laughs>
1: like a wool blanket, too. Like it's warm.
0: Yep. That, that blanket look comfortable in a motherfucker it right is. now. <laughs> it is wonderful. That look like it, as soon as we go off, it's going like, all right, y'all. Good you night.
2: You didn't see me a few times. <laughs> my, uh, my eyes was resting a little bit.
1: I right. was we, like, we, oh Lord, I'm following people on the it. podcast. That is right, we're gonna, we're, <laughs> uh, we'll get you on up out of here. I want to say something real quick though. Um uh, America, uh, you know, you, you know, we're big on showing, you know, um love for each other and support of each other. And I just want to encourage everybody to be uh-huh. mindful of those you do support. And even if you're that type of person to support, don't worry about them supporting you. You know what I'm saying? Just continue to be your be yourself. But be knowledgeable of who those people are, because I think um, before uh-huh. even when you was doing you was JB real, you was like, look, I get more love from the club than I do from church folk, and um, yeah, you know, we're in a different state of mind. And right now, people down left and right, you know, I had a cousin, he, I call him my uncle Gene, you know, he died on Sunday. They got a funeral on Saturday, and I got a program on Saturday at the same time, so I'm leaving a funeral going to program. They was like, why ain't you cancel the program? I said, cause people that support me are gonna be there and they two different times. But at the same time, you know, I just look at, you know, I just look at the fact that, you know, people gotta come together now more than ever because, you know, we got a sis right here, she's going through, we keeping her lifted in prayer. But, you know, it could easily be something different. It could easily be worse. So big on giving people their roses and their love while they're alive, while they could tell you thank you because- Mm -hmm. Tomorrow's not promised. So, you know, when we say speak life, give life, that's exactly what we mean. You know, when we say stay fly, stay blessed, that's exactly what we mean because those things that you say, those things that you don't say can be harmful or or uplifting at the same time, depending on the contents of that conversation. But always tell somebody you love them, you um, you know, Puff, I appreciate you. KT, I appreciate you. You know what I mean? We... You know, I think, you know, when you started this, I said, yo, I want to do this forever. You said, that's the plan. So, you know, right. and that's if this plan. is the way for us to interact, because what the other boys don't understand was this was our fellowship time. This was our time to catch up. Yep. This was that time where we can say at least we talked at least once a week. And, um, you know, we're talking about yep. 30 years of, of, of not just friendship, but brotherhood. And, um, you know, I just thank God for you. And I'm always keeping y'all uplifted. Yeah. Y'all stay fly, stay blessed always. Peace, y'all. Love if you. Don't nobody else do. And I appreciate you.
0: For sure. So, with that said, this is episode 55. 55. Yeah. And on behalf of the Talk My Credo crew, it's your boy Dante Credo, KT. Peace, y'all. Y'all stay fly, stay blessed. Stay safe out there. Until next time.